Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. On women's basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello, women's basketball fans. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. I am one of your hosts, Erica Lindsay Ayala. As you can probably hear, I am recording live in New York City. And despite how much soundproofing I do, you're still going to get sirens coming up First Avenue. So I apologize, but we're going to keep the show rolling. Yesterday on Locked On Women's Basketball, I usually post Tuesday, Thursday, but I did a Wednesday show this week, and uh, I talked about Renee Montgomery. Renee Montgomery is doing amazing things on and off the court. She went from retiring as a member of the Atlanta Dream to becoming a, a owner, a member of the new ownership group for the Atlanta Dream, And we'll also have an executive role with the team. So if you want more news about those big things that Montgomery doing, then you have to listen to Wednesday's show. But just as I said all of that, there's something else that we get from Renee Montgomery. The news came out today, March 4th, 3 a.m. Crooked Media's Jason Conception launches podcast It's entitled Take Line with WNBA star Renee Montgomery and a video series, all caps NBA. This comes from Deadline.com. So it's going to be two different things, all caps NBA, which will be a weekly video series and the Take Line podcast. I'm going to read from this, this exclusive from Peter White. Take Line, which launches March 16th, will see the pair break down the games, players, and controversies that run both on and off the court. Expect Conception and Montgomery's takes on everything from the NBA to The Bachelor. All Caps NBA will launch March 19th and invites NBA fans to join a quick-moving, snappy discussion for what's happening in sports, culture, and politics. It will be available on Crooked's new Take Line YouTube channel. Renee Montgomery is everywhere, doing everything, and I am here for it. As someone who takes on a lot of projects, I just need to know how Renee does um, her time management. I doubt that Renee does her own editing, and maybe she does. I don't know, but uh, editing takes a lot of time, whether it's in writing, podcast, or video especially. So can you tell I'm trying to manage my workload? Anyway, that's extremely exciting. I talked a little bit about Together, um, which is something new that um, Sue Bird is, she's one of the founders, Sue Bird, Chloe Kim, Simone Manuel, and Alex Morgan. And I talked a little bit about uh, Together, but I want to get into it a little bit more. 
And this is for lifestyle, culture, and sport. It's co-founded by three athlete, or excuse me, three additional athletes to Sue Bird. Four all together. <laughs> See what I did there? All together. Um, but they are really focused on girls and women in the sport. So let's hear a little bit more about together. What's up, everybody? Just want to say thank you for all the love you've shown together over the past 24 hours. Um, we were so excited to share this with you, and we're even more excited to show you what's to come. That, of course, was the voice of Sue Bird. I got that audio from Together uh, on their social media. Uh, as you heard Sue Bird say, about 24 hours. Um, and here's a little bit more about Together from their ad in uh, the New York Times. It has been a packed few years for Alex Morgan. She became a world champion, again, a lead plaintiff in a lawsuit against her employer alleging pay inequities and, in the middle of a pandemic, the mother to a little girl, Charlie. Soon she will add additional titles, media mogul and business owner. Morgan, along with Sue Bird, Simone Manuel, and Chloe Kim, has teamed up to found Together, which they describe as a media and commerce company designed to elevate women's voices around but not exclusively within sports. It is their entry into the fast-growing world of athlete-founded media companies, joining the likes of the Players' Tribune, Uninterrupted, and 35 Ventures, among others. So I think it'll be interesting to see how this all comes together. Oh, there I go again. Um, but, but I'm also going to read, and this is also up, but um, from the New York Times. One of Together's first projects is a video series on 17-year-old national boxing champion Chantel Chicanita Navarro on YouTube. It's the kind of feature that excites Bird. I don't know how... I don't know much about boxing. I don't know much about Chantel. And so even for someone like me, it's exciting that there's going to be a way for the story to get told. So again, the story on Chantel uh, Navarro is up here. Um, we'll see. We'll see what Together can do. The, you know, Sue Bird has already talked in an article. Actually, uh, I'll read a little bit from Percy later, but for the Seattle Times, because Sue Bird broke some news for us. What? She already getting into the media game. But um, I digress. Four uh, percent of media coverage dedicated to women. And as more women athletes get into the game of owning their own stuff, I think that mainstream media is going to follow. Um, so in segment in the last segment for today, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the news that Sue Bird broke. But before we get more into the news that Sue Bird broke, you know, it's uh, Thursday. Usually I, I do a little social justice Thursday, uh, but that also means that we get to talk about the ultra player of the week. Once again, it's not going to be an individual player, but it's going to be a collective of players. And that is the WNBPA. And that is because they will now be focusing their social justice efforts on 
the COVID vaccine. And so a little bit later in the show, you're going to hear Pepper Persley talk to Neka Ogumike about what is next for the WNBPA. But, you know, it's all about winning the right way. And the WNBPA has definitely done that. You know, are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? And a lot of that goes back to creating happiness, creating enjoyment, creating joy comes from quality of life. And the WNBPA and their next focus on educating around the vaccine definitely does that. So I'm excited to get into that a little bit later in the show. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. But it's not just sports like basketball. It's also award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. You get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's absolutely the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Of course, you can always use promo code locked on, but if you head to the website now or log in using your mobile device, you can sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And don't forget that promo code locked on. I want to hit on a topic. You know, I I was doing social justice Thursdays for a while while in the wobble, but I want to hit on a topic that came up in a Slack conversation that I think is apropos to what Chloe Kim, Simone Manuel, Alex Morgan, and Sue Bird say that they want to do, and I'm going to give you what I hope they do. Um, So again, Sue is one of the people that is saying, hey, 4% of media coverage, we want to see more media coverage. I get it. Great. Actually, one of our hosts right here and a mentor of mine on Locked On Women's Basketball, Howard Magdal, always says more coverage is more. More is good. I have always disagreed with Howard on that point because more often means more for white women. And if there's more coverage, but not more coverage of black women and BIPOC women, then essentially that means that we get even less of the percentage. And that's a problem. So I hope that Together really focuses on BIPOC women, black women in the space. That's what I hope. And... Me saying that, or if I say that, I've had my conversation about Paige uh, Becker's on here as well, or about Sabrina Ionescu, or about Kelsey Plum. Me saying that more is not more for black women, not only is it factual, but it has nothing to do with the white women in sport that are getting coverage. As in, it's not a direct indictment on them personally, on their game personally, on their business ventures personally. If I say that Asia didn't get as much coverage as Sabrina or Kelsey, like those things, yes, we're comparing two names, but not the personalities. We're comparing how media has handled 
to individuals. And to say that is not racist. It's not pitting women against each other. It's calling out a fact that media has its darlings, especially when it comes to girls and women. And often those are not black women. And even if they are BIPOC women, women of color, they are not dark-skinned black women. These are facts. These are facts. And I hope, again, that together we'll get it together. Because, you know, I'm tired of us saying we want more women's media coverage and then not standing for equity in all its forms. Today on Locked On Today podcast, Harden heads back to Houston with his new team. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. I had a passionate conversation on Slack about this and, you know, the argument that someone was making is like, oh, well, it's, I mean, it's not racism, it's SEO. And I'm like, oh, man. It is racism. It is the race. It is racism that has informed the biases that then inform SEO practices. Thus, people who are worried about SEO are only going to highlight those who are proven to be marketable. And our society continues to believe the lie that we've been told that black women are not marketable. Most educated population in the United States. Make women, it is, make most of the decisions when it comes to purchases in the household. Also because of sexism, but I digress. Black women are an underserved market. So if black women are the most highly educated, they as women fall into the same, um, generally speaking, category as all women in that they maintain um, and make household decisions. You know another decision a lot of women, generally speaking, make in the household? Vacations. Vacations are big ticket items. Vacations, um, location of home, especially when children are involved. A lot of women in, instruct those decisions in their family. So yeah, if you want to buy frivolous things, manscaping this and blue pill that, sure, market to men, go for it. But big ticket items, important financial decisions, generally speaking, are made by women. And even that, I say that, and that fits into, again, the, the lie that we've been made to believe that women make quote-unquote certain decisions or that women aren't marketable. These are lies. These are fallacies. Are they backed by data? Yes, they're backed by data because the data is um, looking through a white male gaze 
G-A-Z-E. And it was created by a white male gaze. So I'm not trying to hear the reason that Paige or Kelsey or Sabrina or Stewie or Sue Bird get more coverage is because of SEO. No. I'm not trying to hear that, oh, the system uh, isn't, it, it's just a, a broken system. No, it's a racist, sexist, homophobic system. It's a system that caters to the sensitivities of white men. So although I am all for more women taking charge in the media space, taking charge in the sports media space, taking charge in sports business, if they continue to operate under the watchful eye of the white male gaze, then you know what? You can keep it because you're really not going to make a difference. It's not more is more. It's more is less for black women, especially, but more is less for BIPOC women. That's the trend. That's the trend. So yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. But what I'm damn excited about is Renee Montgomery making these moves because she might not make the right decisions when it comes to the white male gaze either. But her mere existence in the space counters that white male gaze. It creates and forces the white male eyes to see something other than a prototypical Stepford wife type example of women in sports spaces. So the white male gaze is already being short-circuited just by Renee's mere existence in the media space. And it's not the same for Alex Morgan. It's not the same for Sue Bird. And the reason I am calling them out is because on Twitter, if you looked at the announcement on Twitter for Together, and yes, I know short characters, whatever, 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 SEO, whatever, whatever, whatever. Someone somewhere couldn't figure out a way to get the names of all four Olympians in the hot take. So whose names did they pick? The two white women. Yeah, I guess that's because it was better for SEO. I'm sure that's the reason why. Coming up next on this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball, I'm going to get into a, a really great conversation that Sue Bird had with the Seattle Times. And there's a little few, there's some nuggets of information in there. Um, but I also want you to hear from Neka Agumake about the moves that the WNBPA is making when it comes to social justice. So this was actually a question that Pepper Persley asked. Pepper is a fantastic reporter, truly one of the best in the game. Um, and so I want you to hear from NECA, and it's about uh, 
um, equity when it comes to the COVID vaccine. So that will be in the next segment and we will end the show going back to Sue Bird. I am back, listeners, to talk about my favorite family-owned business. That, of course, is rockauto.com that has been serving customers online for 20 years. rockauto.com has a very unique online catalog that is very easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available on the website, and you get to choose. You get to choose the brands, the specifications, and the prices you prefer. Best of all, the rockauto.com prices are always reliably low, and they are the same for the professionals as they are for do-it-yourselfers, just like you. Go to rockauto.com right now and see the parts available for your vehicle. Type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Hi, NECA. Congrats on the contract. And I love your hoodie. The impact of WNBA's advocacy last season has been felt all across the country. What are the WNBA's next steps in terms of social activism, and how do you maintain that momentum? Excellent question. Um, so, you know, as I always like to say, you know, we our, our movement always kind of, kind of finds its moment, or it finds us. And um, as we're coming off of such a historical season in, the, in 2020, in which we dedicated to Say Her Name and for Black Lives Matter awareness, um, we're kind of channeling that also into the disparities that we spoke about in black and brown communities and um, against women as well. We're channeling that into education and awareness on health, especially concerning the COVID vaccine, the pandemic, and the healthcare resources available for um, marginalized groups. Um, and, and so we've been actually having a lot of amazing um, COVID and um, vaccine education sessions amongst our players, um, hopefully, which will lead to campaigns we can be a part of, but most importantly, um, having that education lead to resources available um, for players to also be able to make that decision for themselves. So that's kind of what we've been on right now. Um, and I'm learning a lot. Uh, and I'm hoping that as we see how things kind of evolve with um, the vaccine and its effects on the pandemic and the life that we knew before, I'm hoping that we can be a part of continuing to get educated and aligning with um, experts and scientists that can really help us make informed decisions and lead people to resources. That was Neka Ogumike, who recently had media availability um, as it was announced that she has re-signed with the Los Angeles Sparks, a much different Los Angeles Sparks team. Chanae Ogumike also re-signed, but Candace Parker gone, Chelsea Gray gone. Um, they did bring Simone Augustus back. I believe that's a short-term contract, one-year contract. Um, but anyway, as I mentioned, Pepper Persley, great, great um, addition to the not just the WNBA, but uh, I believe Pepper's getting into other women's sports as well, but I'll leave that for her to share. Anyway, fan, I think this is fascinating. If you listen to the show, you know I think a lot about COVID and even the COVID vaccine. 
um, as it relates to and pertains to sports. So this was a part of this, the media availability. And today, Candace Buckner um, wrote about this in the Washington Post. And so I'll read a little tidbit here. Um, it actually follows the Zoom conversations that the WNBPA has been having. And it seems as though, at least the way Buckner tells it, that Elizabeth Williams might have uh, been influenced by some of her studies at Duke as far as what that next step would be. And you may recall, we've had uh, Elizabeth Williams on the show, and I asked her, hey, what comes next after Atlanta? What comes next? And I've played those clips and I'll leave that in the description for you. But it's a very fair question to ask. Um, and similarly to the conversations that I had with Elizabeth in the fall, um, the WMBPA wasn't quite sure. I'm going to read from this article by Candace Buckner now in the Washington Post. You'll find the link in the description or in the show notes. The 2020 WNBA season was defined by the players' off-the-court actions, a say-her-name campaign to bring attention to the police killing of Breonna Taylor, and a crusade to oust a team owner, Kelly Loeffler. Leffler. Loeffler, Leffler. I always get tied up there. Anyway, um, from the U.S. Senate. And then the league. After that, we weren't really sure what was the next step, Williams, the franchise player for the Atlanta Dream, said in a recent interview from Turkey, where she plays. With many of the league's stars playing overseas during the WNBA offseason, Terry Jackson, the Players Association Executive Director, advised them to take time to catch their breath after a weighty season inside their Florida bubble. Instead of a break, Williams suggested the players take on public health. With COVID still being the major driving force, the conversation shifted more about educating people about vaccines. She said, when we talk about Black Lives Matter, it also includes Black Health Matters. Yes, yes, Williams, absolutely, yes. It's all connected. It's all connected. And I love this move. So in the show notes, you will see the link for this article for the Washington Post. Um, thank you for the amazing Pepper Persley for asking a fantastic question to NECA. And yes, black health matters, as in it, it is important, but also the matters of black health. How we've seen the vaccine be rolled out in cities like Chicago or where I'm at in New York City. There is a lack of equity. Whew. So check out this by the Washington Post. Fantastic work by Candace. Great question by Pepper. But as promised, we're going to end the show talking about what Sue Bird dropped to Percy Allen, writer for the Seattle Times. Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, how much do you really know about these potential NBA stars of tomorrow? If you want to know more, you need to subscribe to Locked on NBA Draft Podcast. 
prospect scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked on NBA Draft. There's a new Seattle Storm logo. I don't know your thoughts. I can, I'm all right without it. I think it looks better without the word Seattle Storm. So Jewel Lloyd has a a nice alternate logo. But speaking of alternates, this is what Percy Allen was able to get from Sue Bird. I'm going to read a little bit ahead of the breaking news um, so you can kind of get a flow of the conversation. Um, So when Percy Allen asked if Sue Bird had any input on the new logo, um, this is where the story picks up. Not really, Bird added. I saw some mock-up stuff, but I think they were just being nice and letting me into the process. I don't know if I had any real say. Against her better judgment, Bird said the WNBA plans to unveil three new jerseys, a traditional home and away uniform, as well as an alternative city-inspired, I'm using air quotes, city-inspired jersey for all 12 teams sometime next month. So stay tuned, she said. There's your tease that I probably wasn't supposed to say. Look at this. Super already getting into the media game. Breaking media. We've seen that happen a lot too. Athletes talking a lot more about breaking their own news. Renee Montgomery on Remotely. Renee has talked about that. But we're going to get a third look. A city-inspired jersey. Maybe that's why a lot of teams are upgrading their logo. But... I'm here for more merch, as you know from that conversation that I had with We Got Game 2 and New Jersey Sets, my friends Kev and Jasmine. We are due for new merch, so I am ready for it. Thank you, Sue Bird, for that tease. Thank you, Percy Allen, for a fantastic article. There's a Q&A as part of this, so in the show notes, you can find the link to this article. And that's all I have for you on this fine Thursday. I hope there is much love and light in your present and future and that you come back next week. So the good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, or in my case, the East River don't rise, I will see you next week. Erica Lindsay Ayala, signing out.